0: my name is a mighty beard and we are here for another behind the scenes look this is the dm prep uh where we uh we are recording this uh about an hour or so before we go live on the live stream that's right we we record every episode uh of uh of our agents of beard sessions live on the youtube channel so you can uh you can subscribe be notified anytime we go live for that we usually try to schedule. About two or three uh, weeks ahead of time, but it, it, it varies. But uh, but you'll be notified anytime we go live, um, and also all of those streams are uh, also put onto the podcast channel, uh, so you can listen. Uh, you can listen as well. Uh, but yes, we are going to be prepping uh, this upcoming session. Uh, again, we're about uh, we're about uh, an hour ish away. And um, yeah, this session is called uh, The Fortunate Son Part 2, and it is going to be uh, here on Storm Island. All right. So first of all, let's go ahead and get our party situated. So we're going to have Mora and Shinichi, Svamp and Draco. So, again, this is part two. So, luckily, uh, we already have a lot of our maps and situations set up. Um, We're just going to be reviewing it to refresh myself, but also kind (laughs) of walk through that process of what it is uh, to prep. And then once you watch the live stream, uh, you can see how uh, things actually played out. Uh, But let's first uh, go with some reminders. So um, where we left off, let's, let's go ahead and pull up that map. All right. So where we had left off, the party had just left Sedund. Uh, they took the day journey on on uh, on a boat on the um, on the Dawn Chaser, and um, they had already seen uh, the shipwreck. Uh, so their goal for uh, the the second part of of the last session, and then this part of this session, is to. Uh, board the ship, uh, as well. And, you know, find out if there's any supplies that can be, uh, picked up and and taken, uh, as well as, uh, locate any survivors and, and really see, see what happened, what caused this shipwreck. Now, Storm Island, it is, uh, it's, it's, that's not actually what, what it's called. That's just what the sailors call it. Um, because anytime that sailors pass, uh, this, this, this part of the continent, um, there is just storms and it, uh, oftentimes, uh, knocks ships off, uh, off, off course. And so, yeah, uh, a majority of the traffic is either coming from Easton or, uh, Sudan, but it's going from Easton to Sudan or vice versa. And, uh, yeah, so, um, they, they located the ship, um, as, as they were passing, heading into Sudan. Uh, so now, now it's just the backwards, uh. Uh, they're just going back to now. Now go to the ship. So where we last left off is uh, it's been super foggy, and uh, they took a small rowboat um, just because it's known that there are there are reefs here, and uh, this is uh, generally an avoided area uh, by by ships because of those reefs because they can they can get stuck. So they they boarded a small rowboat and uh, took that about. Uh, I want to say a thousand feet or so from from their ship uh, to this one. And once they got here, uh, they had found that it was already uh, being raided by a party of gnolls. Now, the fog um, did catch the eye of our druid, so Swamp. And uh, she she cast detect magic just to see if there's any magic uh, that can be uh, uh, attributed to all this fog didn't uh, didn't uh, didn't find any magic, but she had uh, turned herself into a spider just to get up onto the ship uh, to do a a bit more scouting. So uh, the reminder is that as the magic uh, detection uh, begins to fade, uh, Swamp will see an outline uh, of a magical item. Now, this magical item, it's going to be a necklace that's currently being worn uh, by uh, this knoll right here uh, in the center of the ship. Who is currently going through bags and getting things situated. So, besides the uh, the, the four knolls, um, they also uh, are hearing sounds of undead. Uh, basically, there's sounds of uh, something punching wood, punching the door. It's the same general sound that they heard. Um, at the Gatehouse in Sedan, when the Gatehouse was ta- uh, was being sieged by undead. So they they made that, you know that that connection. So they think that there's undead on this ship, uh, and the undead have been trapped uh, because the gnolls had 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 trapped them in. Uh, as far as our start, uh, we're gonna roll initiative. That's gonna be the first thing uh, that 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 we're gonna do because, yeah, uh, basically, the spider, uh, so Swamp is already up on the ship and uh, the rest of the party was in process of starting to make that journey to climb up uh, with the intentions of taking out the gnolls. The gnolls, uh, as far as our lore, uh, based on the uh, suggestion from our, our captain, uh, Captain Brander, uh, suggested to take out the gnolls and recover anything that they were trying to steal. All right. So uh, yeah, we're going to have the initial fight with the four gnolls. And I'm going to say two rounds later, uh, the undead that are being trapped <laughs> are, uh, uh, the undead are, are going to break uh, break, break through and uh, begin uh, to fight. And, and really, they're going to fight with anything. So they'll fight the gnolls. Uh, they'll fight the party. It's just a matter of Who's standing closer at that uh, at the top of that second round? All right. And again, this is our uh, we already have quite a few of this, uh, the stuff already planned. Um, So I I can copy and paste, which is nice. (laughs) Uh, But okay, Uh, the fortunate son is going to be our first scene. So again, that initial fight and then searching around through the bags uh, to see what has been recovered so far, investigating to see if there's any sign of survivors, that sort of thing. So uh, searching through the bags and the bodies of the gnolls, uh, they're going to find a, a leather strap with a stone medallion. Uh, quartz is going to be embedded into it. And that quartz uh, is, uh, is is making a, like, a symbol of a, a lightning rod coming out of a storm cloud. Um, And that actually is an item we'll go ahead and drag, drag that over. That is uh, the Necklace of Storms. Uh, So, yeah, it is a a custom magic item I I, I put together. Um, It's got that quartz uh, making making the symbol. But uh, yeah, when you're attuned, uh, you've got six charges and uh, you can spend those charges on uh, things like fog cloud, gust of wind, thunder wave. Call Lightning, Lightning Bolt, and Control Weather. Control Weather is the uh, the most expensive one, uh, which costs four charges. But with Control Weather, uh, yeah, that allows you to alter the conditions, the temperature, uh, the speed of the wind uh, basically by one step. So if it's clear, you can change it to light clouds. Uh, If it's uh, warm, you can change it to hot or cool. Uh, Again, if it's a gale. Or storm, uh, you can you can shift that to, to not be as strong. Uh, but yeah, they'll also find some coins. Uh, the, the, all the weapons are pretty rusted; uh, they're in poor condition. Uh, they got some basic food supplies. Uh, the ship is also going to have some uh, some supply cargo uh, in crates and barrels, and that is uh, what was being delivered from Sedund to uh, to Easton, uh, which was the point uh, the initial point of the Fortunate Sun. Uh, what, what, what it was trying to accomplish. Um, there's going to be two rowboats, uh, uh, well, usually there's, there's two rowboats, uh, for this type of ship. Um, cause this is basically the same ship as, uh, the Dawn Chaser, uh, but they're going to be missing. And, um, the captain once, once the ship is cleared and they can start making an inventory, uh, the captain will be focused in on taking supplies, uh, Taking supplies uh, from this ship back to uh, back to the John Chaser, so she'll instruct the party uh, to go ahead and take the uh, the rowboat that has been left by the Knolls and take it to shore and see if they can locate any survivors there. Uh, the undead will have identifying marks on them, uh, like items and whatnot that would suggest that they were uh, they were crew members. Alright, so uh, based on that, locations and connections, we can drag over our, our initial one, so uh, our, our undead plot point that's happening. So the undead sieges that are happening periodically in Sudund, Uh there was a connection made in is Sinking Part 2 to that as well. And um, kind of, sort of, I, I guess uh, there was also a connection made to... Um, uh, the Mayoral Escort Part Three, because they found uh, animated dead that were scribing um, the birth and death of all all residents, all all peoples of of the continent. Uh, so yeah, that's a that's a good connection there. Okay, our next scene is going to be campsite on Storm Island, uh, and and also uh, I'm I'm trying to add uh, times here. Uh, I'm very bad at estimating time. So I, I'm, I'm trying to like put some something down um, and seeing if I could follow through with it. So I went 60 and 90 minutes. And that's only because uh potentially we've got uh, a fight with well, I mean, we definitely have a fight with four gnolls. Uh we also have a, a fight with four undead. So uh, you know, based on 5e combat, that's at least probably an hour of uh, of 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 that fight. So uh but yeah, 60 to 90 minutes to do the fight as well as uh, go through all the supplies and uh, transfer rowboats and head head to Storm Island. All right, so Storm Island, once they arrive, they're going to find a bit of a campsite. I'm looking for maybe 15 minutes of just just going through the campsite. Again, we're going to copy and paste from our old notes, which is nice. Uh, But yeah, the campsite, it's going to have spots for maybe about 15 people. Um, so you've got, uh, the four undead that were on the ship plus an additional 15 people, which would kind of make up, uh, the quota of crew that, that you need. Uh, on top of that, there were, uh, I want to say, I think, I think, I think we said two survivors, um, that, um, uh, the Dawn t- Chaser initially picked up and was made aware of, of, of the shipwreck in the first place. So, yeah, campsite spots for maybe 15 people, Uh, just personal effects, food supplies. There's two rowboats here, uh, which would match what what should have been on the ship. Uh, We've got some flags here, kind of SOS flags, if anyone passed by and saw them. Um, But uh, the main thing they're going to find is um, footprints leading from uh, this campsite up north. But yeah, I really I really don't see anything else that we need to uh, that we need to do here. It's just going to be information gathering, knowing that uh, a, a majority of the sailors survived and uh, they were um, they they set up camp. They started cutting down trees, uh, setting up campfires, spread out their their tents and whatnot. And uh, we're we attempting to uh, survive here until until someone could pick them up. Uh, But most of them, uh, if not all of them that were here, traveled up uh, north, which will take us to a cave. Uh, So the cave on Storm Island, again, we're going to be shooting for 60 to 90 minutes. uh, But following the footprints uh, will lead the party to a cave. Um, Inside the cave, they'll find the remains of two dead sailors. And so, yeah, once they, uh, once they arrive, um, they don't, they don't have a lot of vision, but they can, they can walk in. Uh, but yeah, they're going to see, uh, they're going to see, um, two, two dead sailors that are just laying on the ground, um, beginning, beginning to rot. Right. Um, now (laughs) again, I, I had prepped this without, uh, any concept of, how, how things were gonna play out. So the initial thought was that they were going to uh, board the ship at the end of last session and handle that fight and then once they get here would be um, uh having having a lot of opportunities for combat and exploration. I think this is where we'll put into play the uh, d6 roles. So again, we we have uh kind of like fate uh, roles. Um, at the start of a session to determine um, um, and not necessarily outcomes uh, it doesn't directly affect the session uh, as a whole but it will either help or cause a detriment to uh to things that that will occur so on a on a six um, on a six that means like someone's looking out for you so we'll have uh, maybe they'll find extra information that, uh, would normally ca- uh require a roll to see or um if they rolled like you know uh or uh, you know it might it might lower the dc for for those types of rolls or they might find like caches of health potions or that sort of thing on a 1 uh it's the opposite it's like worst case scenario happens uh so this first room uh we had uh <laughs> we're going we're going to show that there's two two dead sailors um, on the bodies of those sailors, uh, or at least in, in their hands or nearby, are going to be shards of, of this quartz. Um, again, kind of depending on, on on what takes place, um, I've got uh, crystal golems here. And basically, they're the big quartz crystals that are uh, that that are on the ground. And I. Um, I'd like for them to come alive and attack. Now, they're not they're not beefy at all. You know, they're CR three. So they got uh, AC of 16, uh, 30 hit points. So it should be OK. I've got three of them, but I don't think uh, I don't think we'll need all three. But we'll see. We'll see how things play out. Um, and and how long they, they spend in this room. But yeah, I mean, the the goal is um, that uh, there's there's well, there's going to be a few things. The first thing is um, we want to show that sailors look weakened uh, already. So maybe they didn't venture off into the cave for a week or two after they were wrecked um, or uh, or something. Or maybe, you know, we tie into the undead because uh, we had the four undead uh, sailors on the ships so and maybe, maybe there's something here that, that is causing them to be sick. So we kind of want to show that they've been weakened in some fashion. Uh, The other thing is we want to make it clear that the cave is protecting itself. So having the Crystal Golems um, already attack and kill uh, some of these sailors, I think, is a good sign that uh, they need to be on guard. Now, the next room is more of a uh, a fun, fun, interesting thing. Uh, But just uh, just kind of illustrating how uh, quartz and other minerals and natural things uh are, are working together um in the goal of protecting uh this place so uh no no dead bodies uh, and maybe the sailors didn't have uh any any coins on them when they entered but uh the second room we're going to uh we're, we're basically gonna <laughs> uh, have any coins that they're carrying uh animate and uh attack attack the party so i think all, every member of the party except for draco has, has coins on so once they enter in here the coins are going to kind of start to uh pull themselves out of purses and backpacks and uh and, and attack uh, again we might we might roll the d6 uh to determine if this room if if we in fact do this uh but at the same time how how many how how many are, are going but again armor class is 15 they've only got five hit points so uh all all are pretty one-shottable just a cr cr14 but again just to uh be uh just to cause the party again to be mindful that uh that this is this is a weird place and um it is it is uh, attempting to defend itself now i i I didn't i didn't place any uh any any tokens in this hallway but um my my thought is when when they're going through uh when they're going through this this part of the hallway uh we'll just have kind of strewn about uh more dead sailors um just again to illustrate the danger uh, also illustrate the weaknesses of of the sailors. They probably didn't have weapons on them or at least uh, you know high powered weapons. They're just laborers for all intents and purposes. They're not they're not your standard adventurers. Uh, but once they once they enter into this room or at least uh, start passing by, they're gonna see more uh, more dead sailors. These ones though um, are gonna be a bit different. Uh, they're gonna be crushed. So uh, we've got one sailor that is underneath a boulder, uh, another one that probably will show a lot of head trauma, uh, another one that looks like his legs are all busted and broken. Uh, Again, a a little bit of a visual warning that if they actually enter into this room, uh, things things are going to occur. Uh, I should I should backtrack because this is actually uh in, in important. <laughs> uh that first room. If they if they take out any of the uh quartz golems, uh those quartz golems will drop uh pieces of quartz. So they'll kind of not necessarily explode, but just just collapse. And so they'll have uh, uh roughly 20 pieces of quartz uh per per golem we have. So uh I've got a I've got a price of 20 20 gold per. So uh, a nice, a nice uh, hoard of treasure uh, that they that they could walk away from, uh, from this place with. Um, but uh, <laughs> the uh, that's not that's not the mo- that's not the motivation that they'll, f- they'll find out. They'll find out that those things could actually be used uh, la- later on in the cave. Uh, but the same thing in this room, uh, they're going to find a lot of quartz uh, that has been dug up or carried um and uh yeah the the dead sailors will all have quartz around them in here uh just yeah probably uh you know 100 100 gold worth of worth, worth of quartz crystals uh in this room that have already been gathered uh but yes if they do enter in uh we've got these rolling stones which are uh like little mini uh galeb durs and um you know again the crystal golems Uh, that could be a hard battle. Uh, The ship itself could be a hard battle. So also fighting these guys, uh, you know, we're 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 starting to creep into potential uh, deadly situation. Uh, But their goal is to crush is to crush anyone that comes in. All right. Now I am I'm going to make an adjustment to uh, this room because uh, initially I had uh, I had a room in here. But uh, ultimately, I feel like uh, this session could go long. Um, And also, um, I I think what I was trying to accomplish with this uh, would would be rather uh, would be rather confusing. So instead, we're going to we're going to take this out. Let's go ahead and close this up and we'll go ahead and move this over here. So maybe show uh, a, a cave in of sorts. Um, and that cave in would um uh just again just illustrate uh that this place is active and trying to uh trying to take out anyone uh anyone who enters in so yeah show like a recent cave in may- maybe attached to uh these things i we could maybe uh again we'll, we'll play this one by ear because um, after, after I say that, uh, my thought is maybe they'll try to dig through to see if there's any survivors over there. So if there are any survivors, or I'm sorry, if if they do dig through here, um, they will locate, I don't know, we'll say five five survivors that were trapped back here. All right. So yeah, in, in this room, in room four, we'll say uh, if they dig through, We'll try to investigate or do anything that would suggest that they're looking for survivors. Uh, we'll go ahead and put five survivors in there. And then they can take them back to shore, uh, to the campsite, load them up into uh those rowboats, and then yeah, there's there's enough rowboats for uh five survivors plus the party of four uh to 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 head head back to the main ship. And actually, I really like that that concept. I think having survivors would Would be good (laughs) so uh yeah maybe we'll just we'll 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 lead them to suspect that if they start moving rocks around um maybe they can they can find uh some survivors in there all right and i i want to say uh once they're passing uh room three uh, depending on what they do, if they enter in, it'll be after they enter in, if it's, uh, if they avoid entering in because they see the carnage that has taken place. And I think once they continue to move up the hallway, uh, they'll start to hear uh, uh, a voice of pain. So room five, what we've got set up is uh, there is a, uh, a guardian, a guardian of the cave, uh, which is a large uh, Galabder and um yeah it is uh it is going to be doing a couple things first of all it is uh it is going to basically yell out help help it hurts please help kind of thing once they enter in here uh they're not going to see any uh, they're going to see some dead bodies in here But they're going to see one dead body in particular that is uh moving around as if it's alive uh more 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 of a puppet style so arms are going to kind of flail body is going to move around it's going to actually be like attached to the wall as this galeb dur is using it as uh as a front i guess to try and get them to to help so yeah this is this is going to be more or less uh, a moral test right so they can see that the uh, the dead body of the sailor is being animated uh, or held up puppet style um, and trying to get them to help. Um, if they go and investigate, um, they'll 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 see that just just below the the rock arm that is uh, protruding from the wall and going into the back of this uh, of the sailor. Uh, they'll see uh, that basically there's a hole there's a hole there uh we'll we'll probably strew some like miners picks around here as well um just to just to show that the sailors were actually in here with miners picks um and carving out this quartz to take back uh with them to to easton or or, or wherever it is they're uh they're heading if if they got saved uh but yeah they will see damage in the wall uh maybe uh maybe it is uh bleeding maybe like some some liquid is coming out. And yeah, it's just going to say it, that it's wounded, it's hurt, it needs help. Um, and then depending on what happens is uh, there's there's a few different resolutions here. Now, again, if the party uh, decides that they want to help, then um, I'm going to allow them to be creative. Because when I was putting this together, my first thought was uh, the mending cantrip, uh, picking up crystals, returning the crystals to this hole and um, using mending. Uh, Unfortunately, none of the party has that. Uh, We've got Swamp, who uh, has Mold Earth. I think Mold mold Earth might be uh, might be a good option uh, for her. We also have Draco, who is our artificer. So Draco has a few different tool sets that he might might use here. Uh the other solution that I think would be would be okay is each of the party member will have uh healing abilities. So uh I know Swamp has uh healing spells they also all all have healing potions and I think using those to heal uh the wounds like having having the uh the the crystal put back into this hole and um and uh, a healing method of some sort uh, being applied, you know, again, pouring potion over it or uh, or what have you, uh, I think I think would suffice here. Again, I'm going to allow them to be creative. There isn't really a solution here that completely makes sense in my mind. So uh, I'll allow them to figure it out. Yeah, uh, the Guardians are going to request their help on healing itself and um, it's uh, they can return the quartz. Uh, there's been qu- quartz all over the place, including in this room as well. Uh, so they can return it uh, into the wound and then heal it with whatever method uh, they come up with. So obviously, if they go that route, it will be very thankful uh, that they assisted it. Um, the, it'll let the uh, b- uh, the Dead Sailor go and uh, continue on protecting the cave as it as it always has. Uh, I think it would also open up uh, uh, some some opportunities here for uh, just the lore building, uh, which will most likely improv the majority of it. (laughs) Uh, But there's there's one there's one piece to this that I think would be uh, neat to to have, and that is with Swamp. So Swamp has a uh, has a staff. Looking at Swamp's backstory, she's got a uh, staff that was given to her by her grandfather. And it's uh, just a normal wooden uh, full full length staff. uh, But it has a small uh, yellow crystal uh, or a piece of quartz or some kind of stone. I I can't recall if she decided uh, what's going to be there. But um, yeah, at at the tip of of the staff will have this uh, have this uh, this this uh, stone and uh but she modified it uh just to show more of it because uh previously it had mostly been uh been been uh hidden hidden so yeah so she wanted to modify it to show it a bit more and i think tying into that uh would be would be a swell i mean again as of right now it's it's just a normal quarter staff that she's got so uh i think um one one thing i've been toying around with is um I can't think of 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 the actual name. Uh I think it uh it was something on DM's guild, but it was uh related to kind of like heirloom items. So, uh legendary artifacts, but something that is kind of passed from one generation to the to the next and when you get it, um it doesn't uh you you don't really understand the significance of it other than, you know, it has uh the historical value of Going from one generation to the next, uh, but once you actually learn it and n- not just attune to it, but actually learn and use it, uh, it grows with you. So it levels with you. Uh, currently, currently, they're they're level four. So I think by level five um, will initiate this piece of it. But I think, uh, and I, I I still have to figure out what what it's actually going to do. <laughs> But my thought is that um, this will be one of those legendary heirloom artifacts that, um, you know, once she reaches level five, uh, it'll start doing other things. It'll start uh, making making itself known known to her of what what it can actually uh, do. You know, maybe that's spells or maybe that's blessings or boons. Um, uh, Again, we'll have to figure that out once they get there. But I think because uh, she's she's native to this land. She's she's 83 years old, but her family lived here uh, previously. Uh, So I I think having uh, having this guardian uh, recognize the staff, maybe confuse Swamp for her grandfather and uh, uh, talk it up, like make it seem like it's actually a big deal. And um, yeah, just, just, just begin to communicate and, um, uh, maybe, maybe tell some, uh, a small, uh, story. All right. So, uh, secrets and clues, um, again, we'll copy and paste, but, uh, s- something on the Island or in the water, uh, has caused at least four crew members, uh, to die and become undead. Uh, it, it has begun to infect, uh, the other sailors. So, uh, again, that's something that we want to show is that isn't, that it is infecting them. So, so there's something here on the island that is turning uh normal people into undead. Uh the necklace uh was likely um okay, actually uh, I wanna, I want to I want to change uh I want to change one note here. So um so, you know, we we're, we're all we're altering this from session to session. Uh but um yeah, I think on the Uh, On the ship, we're going to have one one crate that is sealed uh, with a note to take to the Guild of Records in Easton. Okay, so that'll be the crate that has the artifact. Hopefully they don't open it because I don't know what's in there yet. Uh, But I think I think that'll be that'll be a nice connection um, that they can follow up on later on, like a nice, nice little hook to follow up on. Uh, The necklace um, initially was going to be that artifact, but I think the necklace, um, is just, uh, is just, is just a nice, a, nice to have. Again, that necklace is the necklace of storms and, uh, freely, uh, takeable by them. Now they, uh, they might want to get it, uh, studied by the guild of records. But uh, not not as necessary at this point. Um, But I do see this later on uh, having to do with um, with one of our story uh, arcs. Uh, Again, that's going on in the background, Uh, but that is uh, the destruction of the continent. How is the necklace related? Uh, And again, as far as the undead, yeah, is there something on the island that's infecting people? Uh, But yes, uh, one other point that I that I want to stress here, um, which was the the entire cave scene, but basically that the continent is alive, it is hurting and it is uh, fighting back. So the storms on Storm Island uh, could be related to that. The curse of the undead could be related to that. And obviously things animated and coming to life, like the quartz golems and, and the rolling boulders, um, uh, all, all part of that. So, uh, yeah, something is happening on the continent. It is causing it to hurt um, in, in, in the, the most literal sense here. It is uh, people attacking it by mining and taking stuff that doesn't belong to them. Uh, the continent is fighting back from that. And then obviously uh, the staff that Swamp holds, it's very powerful. Uh, and she will need to learn its abilities with due time. So again, maybe that's something that we begin the conversation with in this session. Uh, and we start pushing that further once, uh, once they level up to level five, which would be after this session. Uh, also just so we have quick access, uh, we'll go ahead and add, uh, Sedund as well as, uh, Storm Island to our connections. And then um, another connection that I think uh, I'll want to push with the conversation with uh, the Guardian is um, that uh, Swamp's grandfather was a member of an ancient, or well, not ancient, but uh, I mean maybe ancient to uh, to to these party members. Uh, but basically, w- was a member of uh, Druidic force. Um, I think. Uh, I think adding the the teachers to this. Uh, so was her grandfather a member, and she become one. Okay. Uh, so yeah, the teachers was a Druidic group that uh, were based in Hovistad From what uh, w- what we've learned so far um, in Hovistad is sinking part one. Uh, They found the structure uh, of of the teachers, which, again, uh, their their goal is to protect, uh, protect uh, natural life, that sort of thing. And I'll just add uh, a maybe because, again, I've got uh, I've also got another faction that I think is active, but we really haven't played around with it yet is uh, the Emerald Enclave. Now, again, that's our that's our that's your standard druidic uh, faction. Uh, maybe there's a better name that we can come up with. Or maybe we just tie it to the teachers, um, starting from is sinking and moving forward. Uh, but uh, yeah, so just just a maybe the Emerald Enclave is involved in this. And again, just taking this list from what they'd find on the Fortunate Son, we'll go ahead and say, uh, yeah, we'll move that into treasure, uh, but also uh, any quartz they take from the cave. Okay, so um, as far as that last room, as far as that last room uh, uh, that the the Guardian is, re- is going to request help. Now, if if they help the Guardian, then cool stuff, cool stuff happens. They've, they've made a contact, that sort of thing. But I think we should also have in our mind if for some reason uh, they don't, <laughs> if they don't do that, if they fight with this thing and kill it, um, what... What are the uh, what are the repercussions of that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to think about that. Uh, but, it, you know, it's always a possibility, I guess, that they could end up fighting this thing, not helping. And um, yeah, we'll have to think about how, how that would uh, work moving forward. For me, I, I hope I hope that they, they don't fight with this thing. Uh, I hope that uh, the Guardian uh, is uh, able to convince them to help uh, and they help and we can progress some of that story further. But you never know. You never know. I guess we'll find out. For me, we're going to find out in about 15 minutes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's where we'll leave it. My name is a Mighty Beard. It's been a pleasure and we will play D&D together again very soon. Later.